0: Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. How are you today? This is Jim Simbola, Brooklyn Tabernacle, here in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. It's 95 degrees outside. The palm trees are just blowing gently in the wind. There's nothing like downtown Brooklyn. No, it's not that pretty at all. But it's where God put my wife and I a long time ago. It's where I was born and raised. I born and raised in Brooklyn. We're not in Brooklyn though, we're in Hebrews. And we're learning about this fascinating book where the supremacy of Christ and the new covenant is being contrasted with other things that might have tempted people who were Jewish and had put their faith in Messiah. Now they want to go back. They want to go back maybe because of persecution, although Jews were persecuted. Christians were more persecuted during most of the reigns of the Roman emperors. The writer now is making an argument of how great Jesus is. He's the heir of all things appointed to be the heir of everything, through whom God made the universe. He's the radiance of God's glory. He's the exact image representation of his being. Notice now, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins on the cross, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven so he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. Mm, Let's unpack it. After he sustains everything by his powerful word, here's something about Jesus that is rarely thought of, but the word of God now tells us. He not only was there when God created the universe, and it was through him that the universe was created, by his powerful word, He sustains everything. The whole thing keeps going because of Jesus. He sustains it, holds it up, keeps it going. Jesus does. The almighty, glorified Son of God, by his powerful word, he sustains the universe. Without him, it would all fall apart. What a picture of that is in our lives. Without Jesus, the whole thing falls apart. And yet through his word, his presence, his grace, he sustains us. He's able to keep us from falling. Not you keep yourself from falling or me. The same Jesus who sustains the universe by his powerful word is able to sustain us and keep us from falling. Obviously, it's possible to fall. But no, he's able to keep us from falling as we trust him, walk with him. We now go to after he had provided purification for sins. See now, that in the Old Testament was the job of the priest. He got the animal sacrifice and he sprinkled the blood. No, no, no. Now we have the new covenant. After he, Jesus, provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand, speaking of power, the right hand of the majesty in heaven of God the Father. So he became as much superior to the angels. Now, angels come in out of nowhere, but he's going to tell us why, because the old covenant, the law given through Moses was mediated by angels, angelic beings, not mentioned much specifically in the Old Testament, but the New Testament elaborates on that. So now the first thing that the writer wants to do is if you're taken up with angels and you think angels are great and Moses got the law through angels, to put it in vernacular, you ain't seen nothing yet. The son is so much superior to any angel, even according to the name that he inherited is superior to theirs. So again now, before we get into a lot of quotes from the Old Testament, the writer is saying, old covenant was for a season. It is now gone. We're not under the law. Everything about it as glorious as it seemed back then is nothing compared to the glory of the New Testament of Jesus. I've often thought about that in this way. Most people if you said to them, would you want to been there when Moses got the 10 commandments and God wrote with his finger on those stones. Oh, yes, I want to be there. And when the mountain shook and there was thunder and darkness and not even an animal was allowed to come near the mountain. Yes, if I ever saw that, you won't believe how I would live for God. Oh, to see that. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Because the people of Israel got the law, saw it, the commandments, written by the finger of God, and it didn't change one of them. No, if I could just see supernatural, you know, there are miracle mongers. They go around just looking for a miracle. And then you see Jesus walking down a dusty road, and he's. if you don't have eyes to see, he's nothing. You see him on a cross dying, and you go, what a loser. Obviously, he's not powerful. He's dying. See, we don't get it. We want the surface visible signs of victory and we don't understand the true glory of God, his grace, his compassion. The law changed nobody. Jesus changes everyone who puts their trust in him. Don't recite the law to yourself every morning and say, I got to obey it. I got to obey it. No. Lean on Jesus. Let him work through you because his Holy Spirit will produce fruit in you where you'll be obeying the law and not even trying to. It's because there's life in Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. The law had no life in it. Yeah, it came with spectacular shock and awe, but it doesn't change a soul. Trust me, I grew up promising myself, I grew up under legalism, I'm going to obey that law. All right, I messed up, and I know I've made 31 promises, but number 32, this is it, my lucky number. No, only Jesus. Listen, if God could have saved anybody through the law, do you think he would have given up his son? That's how hopeless and helpless we are. And that's how inadequate, even God giving the law, which represents his holy character, it does nothing, nada. Study the whole Old Testament. You'll never find a people who were devoted to the Lord, really. They're backsliding, worshiping other gods. Oh my goodness, a mess. But when Jesus comes, life comes. Thank God for eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. See you tomorrow.